What is up, everyone? As always, it's the boy Andy, and welcome back to another episode of the Seep Talk with Andy Seep. It is currently Wednesday, April 5th, 5.32 p.m. Central Time, and we have a special guest joining us this evening. She is one half of the Twisted Sisters. Let's get a drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, it's with my great pleasure, I welcome you, Samantha Mello. Hello. It is such an honor to be here. <laughs> the honor is all mine. This is my first appearance on somebody else's first. podcast. Yes, That's... I've had speaking engagements and done yeah. all that stuff, but no, this is my first one, so I was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I was literally just about to ask, is this your first ever podcast? Yes, it on. is. And so, I, and it was funny, too, because we've gone from like cold messaging people and yeah. you know you you have people that inspire you and you exactly. send those messages and it's always so nerve-wracking and you're like i don't know and you kind of hope <laughs> that they respond or they don't and um i was telling ali i was like i, I got my first cold message <laughs> it's like i'm so used to being on the other side i was then. so nervous i was like are they gonna respond i was like i just have to i just <laughs> yeah. have to um i just actually had a conversation with a guy who's coming on our podcast this uh friday okay and i i reached out to him and um he responded immediately and he's has a great following all this stuff yeah. and just super amazing intuitive really cool guy Okay, that's what's And um, he instantly was like, yeah, I want to come on. And I was like, he goes, can I, so we ended up having a Zoom meeting and, and meeting up a little bit. And he's like, I, he goes, what, what made you ask me? I'm like, just that intuition. Yeah. You know, I go like, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to. And exactly. he's like, that's why I said, yeah. And I was <laughs> like, yeah. And I feel like this was the same thing. So no, really yeah. Cool. Like I told you, I started listening to your podcast. Before I get into that, do you want to briefly discuss what your podcast is about real quick? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we get this question all the time, like, what is your podcast about? And I, yeah. I'm always like, everything and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, it's kind of a wild story, yeah. even just how we got it started or why. Yep. But I would say, if you're asking what it's really about, I would say it's um, just about life. Okay. And... Um, it's about growing, it's about complications, it's about being just unapologetically yourself. I love that. And I love that. Yeah. breaking the stereotypes. Exactly. And I think the more people get to know you when you're open and raw and vulnerable, the more you find out how many other people really go through exactly. the same stuff. Exactly. And I think sometimes people see you on the outside and it's really easy to only show the great things. Yep. But when you're getting on a podcast once a week <laughs> and it's you know you're getting together <laughs> yeah. and really Really, I mean, a lot of times we do, we have some great interviews, but then we also have times where we just talk like best friends yep, yep. and it's like people are in the room with you. And, and these are the conversations though, that I think you should be having with your best friends, exactly. with your close loved ones. And exactly. it's real open, vulnerable uh, conversations. And I, I think that's really the direction we ended up going was just being open, being real, sharing our values, sharing our bumps and our mm -hmm. our uh, times of sadness, you know, yeah, and yeah. the times where you, you just are going through anxiety and all the stuff. And then the great thing is we have it documented, but then two weeks later you're coming out and you're like, I'm out of it, you yeah, know? Exactly, yeah. And people get to witness the journey. And exactly. I think that journey is, is pretty awesome. Exactly. And like you said, the journey, I started this podcast I believe six months ago and I was in my room 
in the basement and I was like, I want to have a podcast. And I've said it so many times before, but I didn't tell you. I had a football podcast, right? Okay. But it's like everyone has a football podcast. Everyone talks about football. You yeah. know, I love football. I can always talk about it. I wanted to talk about something different. And I was going through stuff in my life at that time, just a lot of mental stuff. So I said, why not talk about mental health? You know, yeah. like you said, be vulnerable and just... At first, it was a coping method and started dropping, like, a lot of episodes. Like, I did Wednesdays and Sundays, and it was more of just end up getting a coping method just so I can feel better. And, you know, whenever people go through stuff mentally, they all have, like, different coping methods and everything. I figured a podcast, me letting it out, letting my voice be heard was a good way, and it is a good way. And then once I started to gain traction from it, once people started to tell me that they love it, then that's when you start to realize, like, you know, this is my journey. This is what I'm on. And everyone else that is with me, they're with me. And, you know, I just said, why not keep yeah. rolling with it? So it's been amazing. Well, and the amazing thing about a podcast is it opens your mind. Oh, so I think much. So, so many times we're so, I remember when we started ours, you're just like, I would only think in the realm of Minnesota and the people I yeah. knew. Yep. And then when you start looking at it, we have people all over yes. the world, you guys. Yes. Like, and it's... You, we, you can play so small at times and not that you do it for the recognition yeah, exactly. yep, or yep. to get that but it is nice to have the validation of that people are in the same place yep. but not everybody has the guts to go on and be exactly. so open and vulnerable exactly, yep. and so I think if you have that like passion and that talent or uh, to be able to do both yep. and have you know the emotional side and and put the humor in it and yeah. and also be vulnerable but um you know be able to show your process that yep. and and i always say like even if it helps one person oh it's more it's than worth yeah, it, it's worth it 100%. but at the same point <laughs> when you're doing all this you're investing a lot of time, investing time you're investing money, money exactly. in. so when you know we're not always making money back yep. so when you get those listeners that's really that nice validation uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and exactly. and that like okay this is all for a reason it's all for a reason it's yeah all, it's all for a purpose yeah now samantha as i told you i've been listening to the twisted sisters podcast ever since it was featured on care Living news mm. and actually i had a quick question do you know a girl by the name of heather sawyer Yes. Yeah, so I she's do. actually the HR representative at my work that I work oh at, data gosh. sales company. And okay. I remember I was laying in my bed, I was about to go to sleep, and she sent me a text message, and it was a link to Care 11 about you guys' podcast. Yeah. I told her I do podcasts and everything, and, you know, I just started out and everything. I love it. And when I told her that I was going to have you on my podcast, she's like, oh, my gosh, I know her. She does my hair and everything. So I, I don't know. I just had Shout out to you, Heather. I, I know you'd be did. listening and everything. So. Yeah. So I know when you said you lived here in Elko, yep. I was like, this was my stomping ground. Yeah. Whenever I started a business here, I, I ran my own station, okay. rented a station doing hair in town, and I bartended in town, and I was here for like... Oh gosh, nine years or wow, so okay. working in this yeah. area. So I got to know a lot of people. So it was it was kind of cool to come back to this area yeah. and be able to do this. Yeah, yeah so I love it. Shout out Serendipitous. To, shout out to Heather. She said, "Yeah, up and she's so amazing, and she her is. girls are incredible. She is, she is They're amazing. all just such incredible people." She's amazing. But like I said, she sent me that link to go on Care Eleven News. So I got to ask you the question: okay. What was that like for you having the podcast featured on there? It was so exciting yeah. and it was so random. <laughs> we, um, I was working and um, my 
my co-host Allie, she yep. sent me um, an email and she's like, what do you like kind of sarcastically? She yeah. knew obviously it would jump, but it was an email from Care 11 saying we want to feature your podcast, whatever, whatever. And I was like, holy, excuse my language, holy <laughs> no, shit. You're good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a really amazing feeling yeah. and um, it was super fun and it happened quick and I, we, we really enjoyed it and um, we did see a lot of traction from it. Okay. And and um, yeah, we it was really fun. It's I think the best part is all the adventures you can yeah. go on. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yep. and step out of your comfort zone that big. you never yep. would do otherwise. Exactly, that is big. That is big. Yeah. Now, when you were doing that podcast, you said you saw a lot of traction. Do you do the RSS as well? I do. Podcast? Okay, yes, yes I do that do. as well. So yep. I just I kind of want to circle back to what we talked about before when you said like when you see the views and the downloads come in. Like I know you talked about you yeah. like getting that. How how important is that just in terms of the growth and the journey of the podcast just seeing like the views and views climb up yeah so that's a great question um we even talked about that on the the, yeah. the care 11 episode um in the beginning i think it's really good to understand how everything works yes, exactly. right and so looking at the numbers what are you averaging yep. that kind of stuff but for me personally it was a little too much it kind okay. of took the it was like this job right that, yeah. like i wanted to see these numbers and you i wanted constantly this yep. instance not success but you want to see it grow um but i all of a sudden i came to a point where it was like nope that's not exactly. why i start it's easy to get caught up in because exactly, you want to yep. see you want to see things succeed and especially if you're an athlete i was an athlete yep. my whole life I still am, you know, yep. just because you're old and <laughs> still trying. Um, but, you know, you have that competitive spirit, oh, exactly. which is so incredible 100%. and amazing. But when it starts kind of taking the fun out of it, that yeah. there's a balance, right? Yep. Um, but that's where I really enjoy having a, my best friend as our co-host, because even though we're a lot of like, we're very, very yeah. different. Yeah, of course. And the things that I really care about she kind of does it the things that she cares about i'm like yeah i don't <laughs> i don't yeah. really, that was whatever you yeah. know um but it is good it is good to be aware of where you're at so that when you do exactly. see growth you can feel that excitement Always. you can see 100%. that but when you see the drop or when you see things not go as well yeah and it doesn't matter um it's not something you did it's not you didn't do anything it's wrong just, it's just it so many variables go into it like we were exactly, talking before exactly. we came on you can launch on a certain day and you can yep, launch on the same exact yeah. day and not have it and it just it, it's all the luck of the draw and the universe has got you exactly you just have to you just gotta roll with it sometimes like yeah. i know actually believe it or not i woke up this morning and i checked my rss because i do that every morning i don't know yeah. whenever, or whenever I drop a podcast, I'll check the RSS, and I actually, I woke up today with, like, 44 downloads. Oh, that's awesome. And I didn't awesome. even drop it, like, last time I dropped it was two weeks ago, and yeah. I was like, wow. So, like, you talked about it. Obviously, you know, like, I don't do the podcast, you, like, not for, like, the cloud or the streams, likes, views, you know, you want to do it to make a difference, but at the same time, if you want to make a difference, it's kind of having to balance it out, where if you want to make a difference, that's where views come in, people listening and streaming, and then yeah. following, like, I'll have a TikTok from our podcast, and... I have an Instagram for my podcast, and it's like you want your followers to go up, you want your views to go up. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of hard. Like, yeah, you don't do it for cloud, but <laughs> you want to know that people are tuning in and you're making a difference. 
And social media and podcasts are two completely exactly. different Exactly. I know. Uh, yeah. um, and so that is a little interesting, too, because the people who follow you and follow your social media exactly. aren't always the people tuning into your podcast. <laughs> no. And the people tuning no. into your podcast aren't always the people no. on social media. No. So it is very two different things, but social media is how Care 11 found us. You really? know? Yes. So because when you are hashtagging things, yeah, hashtag. That. Yep. Um, that I think he said he looked up uh, Minnesota podcasts and we came really? up. So yeah, that is one of the you know that's where you can get those little you know ins I guess in places. Yep. Um, but I think the best is just staying true to your core values exactly. and what yourself. you're exactly. doing, and give up the control other than that and let it roll. That's great. Yeah, that is perfect. 100% well spoken. Now, let's stick to your podcast for this next question. You actually talked about it a little bit. You have a partner friend who you do the podcast with, yeah. Allie Engren. Shout yeah. out to her. What is it like being able to do and share a podcast with her? Oh, it's amazing. It's so awesome because um, we're both moms. I'm a single yep. widowed mom yep. um, of two. I have a 16 year old son and I have a three year old daughter, and she has three boys, <laughs> and um, uh, ranging from I want to say nine to 15. Okay. And she's married and she has a business, and then I have my stuff. So when you're doing all of those things and then trying to chase a dream and a passion, it can be a lot. Yeah, of course. And so. It really works well for us because, like I just said earlier, my strengths um, are kind of, you know, her weakness, not weaknesses, but maybe things that she doesn't yeah. quite care about. And her strengths are things that I don't yeah. necessarily. And so it really works together. And um, it, it never fails that there's one week where I might just be like, this has been this stressful week. Yep. I'm checked out. And she's like, I've got energy for days. I've got this. Well, and yeah. then, you know, vice versa. She'll be like, I, so much is on my plate. I'm like, that's fine. I got, I got a solo podcast exactly. this week. Don't worry about media. Don't worry about anything else. I'll take it. And it's really nice to have that balance because um, the main thing we wanted to do when we started was to stay consistent, stay consistent, try not yep. to miss, but also stay true and, and, and also take care of your family and take care of exactly. the things that are necessary. 100% now I know I've heard it on care 11. When did you guys drop the podcast? Yeah. Two twenty-two. I, I, like, I, I like how you said that. I remember I listening to it. I was like, I don't yes. want to say it. She, I'll let her say it on the oh, podcast. It yeah. was, you know, what was so cool was when we decided to go through with it and yeah. just how everything rolled out it yep. was i want to say it was effortless but it was not it, yeah, it, it takes action exactly right it still takes action but when you start to see things like that and we're like well, when should we release or when should we start it and all of a sudden it was like boom like but that was how we came up with our name that was how we came i mean it was just like yep this is it and it was 22222 love it and uh we're both like geeks about numbers and astrology <laughs> and spirit and god i mean just all the things right and um it worked yeah. it has a nice vibe to it too i remember i was yeah. listening and you and I don't know what the reporter said the question, but just how you said it, I was like, that's amazing. And I, like, yeah. I love how you said it, and I was just like, I got to ask her about that on the so podcast. So another little tidbit was in the first two hours that yeah. our podcast dropped, we had over, I think we gained two, we had 2,000 downloads. Really? Yeah, it was like something like two, or I think it was like... That's crazy. It was something like that, but it was in the first like two hour, or it was the first two hours, I think we had... 
a thousand downloads in the first two days. I think we had two thousand. Wow. That's what it was. So it was like this two kept just it like just popping kept, out. Kept yeah. Rolling. So it was wow. really cool. That's yeah. crazy. And then we're two. Yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the name too. It's just so yeah. it's so unique. Yeah. But how did you go about marketing it right away when you first dropped your podcast? Yeah. So, um. We we came up with the name. Literally, I was I was peeing on the toilet while talking, <laughs> to her. and she was like, "I really think we need to do this. Let's do it." And I'm like, "Yeah." Like, and then I just said, "What should we call it?" And she's like, "I don't know." And we kind of was like, "What about Twisted Sisters?" You know? And she goes, "Yeah, I like that." She's like, "Well, we have to check to see if there's anything else." Yeah. I'm like, "Well, who cares?" You know? And then the more we thought about it, it was like, she's blonde, I'm brunette, she's, you know, and it's like, even though we're, and we're best friends, we're not actually sisters, which a lot of people don't really know that all the time. (laughs) Um, But it it was just, it just unfolded. And the same thing with uh, everything else like that. It was like, well, how are we going to start this? And it was like, let's go get a photo shoot, right? Because now you have... um, pictures and you have stuff for your media you have ways to start all your pages you can start so it was like let's get a photo shoot let's get our um you know let's create our cover photo for our podcast it was just step by step and then um we just started talking about it to people we started playing the seed it was like what are you doing i'm like we're starting a podcast people were always like well that's really awesome but i don't know if everybody always really thinks you're gonna exactly do like it. you think you say you're gonna do it then people are like oh that's great but they don't think you're gonna take it seriously yeah but that's nice to like yeah and i don't know when i told my friends i was gonna drive a podcast the first thing they said is like send me the link i'm like oh, i didn't even make it yet so yeah. i was like okay i was trying to figure out and i don't know i guess for me for my podcast like i said i had that football one and then i just one saturday morning i made it i had the logo and then i just rolled with it yeah but marketing that's great i love how you said that just for any people out there that are looking to start a podcast a great tip right there yeah just one step at a time just exactly. like your life and um and it's 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 not easy by any means like it can definitely get the best of you like learning everything oh, and trying to so know what to yeah. focus on but when you i we i found when we were doing too many things at once that's yep. when I, we would get overwhelmed and we just kind of shut down and it's like okay let's just stick to what we um originally said yep. let's just take it slow and i'm i'm so grateful we did because i think in that first year we've just learned so many things about each other how we work exactly. how to have people on how to edit how to um that we've just you just grow you exactly. grow out of everything and um but media and and doing that is definitely a commitment oh yeah it's and a so big... we've fallen in and out of commitment with it i would say exactly <laughs> oh, we try to stay committed but there's times where you're like i and i'm not a huge social media buff like yep i do it because i know it's great yeah, but yeah. sometimes i'm like it I don't want to post anything. I don't want to create know. anything today. I know what you mean. My creativity yeah. is not there. But once again, discipline. Discipline. Action. I'm glad you said that too. Makes a difference. Sometimes, like I'll say, like my friend, he has a podcast, mm-hmm. and it's like I have my own podcast. A friend has a podcast, and like I feel like, every, like I'm not a big social media. Like every time I post on my podcast, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just constantly posting my podcast, or, like sending it to people, and they'll get annoyed with it. But like you said, at the same time, you gotta have that discipline. Yeah. It's what you love to do. 
no one's gonna no one's gonna knock you down for doing what you love. Yeah, and you know, and if you create your own page for it, you gotta that way promote it. Yeah. people can go to that. And so, of course, you're gonna be promoting exactly. it if they're on it. You know, exactly. and and you just share more of it on your story and do that. But you know, if people get annoyed, they're not the right people to have in your I life. I learned that too. And, and the right people will come. And the right, right people will promote it, and the right people will tell you keep on doing what you're doing. Also, yeah. the right people will tell you what you got to improve on. Which I I I'll say like back then when I was younger, like constructive criticism i did not take it well at all <laughs> especially being yeah. young i was like i thought they were hating on me but like now like my friend group like we're really close and everything like small friend group really close and they let me know like hey this is a great episode of let me know what i have to improve on so for me that goes a long way into just like you said just continue doing the journey yeah and two <clears throat> you always have to learn don't i uh, who you take constructive criticism from exactly you know because if if they're not doing it and they're not putting themselves out or they haven't done yeah. that, um, you have to take it with a grain of salt because a lot of times criticism and things that people have to say usually have to do with themselves. Oh, okay. Um, so like if somebody like did like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. somebody's like, God, you look, you're looking chunky. Yeah. It really has nothing to do with you. Okay. It usually ha that sh gives you a direct insight okay. to their biggest insecurity. Oh, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So that's like a it's a good way to always view everything. So when people come at you with negativity in in any sort of area, yeah. Um, a lot of times it'll if you instead of taking it personally, if you flip it, you're going oh like you're feeling insecure about yourself yeah. lately because okay. when you're feeling secure you would never no, say you that never, yeah, never say that no and so when somebody has you know is like wow or starts being overly critis critis uh I can't think of the word. Critis criticizing <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I Overly criticizing yeah. you. A lot of times because you're challenging them. Because yep. you, because they see you stepping out of your comfort zone and they see you doing these things and you're being brave and you're being exactly. courageous and you're putting exactly. it out yep. there. And it's going to strike little insecurities in people. Because exactly. I, sometimes people want to do that, but they don't have that yeah, they don't strength have that strength that, okay, yet yeah. to do that quite yet so some of that you have to be careful with too because you'll start getting advice and and things from people that you're like you've never even done anything like exactly. this you know and exactly. so when you do that i would love to take your advice but until then exactly. you know it's like if keep you want, your circle around people you want to be like it's like the phrase if you want to be a millionaire you know you got to learn from millionaires mm -hmm. so it's like i've started to learn that too like reaching out to you asking for like literally before we recorded like i learned so much about <laughs> man that i didn't know so yes and i, I only do that because i wish i had somebody to sit there and do that exactly with me. Yep. <laughs> i was watching youtube videos and <laughs> To figure it oh out. my gosh, yes, it was terrible. That's great, that's great. No, I just screwed up. I just screwed up on her. So it doesn't matter how much time you have, you'll you'll still make mistakes, but you gotta exactly. just laugh at it. No, exactly. Now, listening to the podcast, like you said before, sometimes it's either one or the other of you two recording a solo episode. Mm -hmm. So, is there any more like added preparation when doing a solo episode, or is it kind of just like it's me today, so let me just go with the flow? Yeah, it, it is and it isn't. Um, okay. When we split it up, we split up our, our jobs. So, Yep. I do all the audio and okay. I upload it and I, I, I do our RSS feed and yeah, yep. all of that. And then she does more of our media work. 
So when we do a solo podcast, you're doing all of the all yeah, of the jobs of course, versus of splitting it up. So that that has you know the little uh, difference there, and then also too when you're doing a solo podcast, you don't we can banter exactly we can, exactly we can spin off each other yep. we can keep the conversation going and if you drop something, I can continue the conversation exactly, right exactly. And it keeps that flow so you're not starting keeps and it, you're stopping not yeah, yeah it's great and people feel like they're in the room and it's it's just a nice vibe whereas when you're by yourself you you don't have that all, all like that so exactly. it's, it's really on yourself so it's a de- definitely a different preparation um i like to have things more written out whereas when we have people on i'm always like i i like to shoot it go with the flow exactly. i like, I like to yep. let it roll yep. see where we go um where when you're by yourself and if you have a certain direction, you you have to know what you want to talk exactly. about that day, and you have to have it planned out a little bit. I've run into that problem so many times. There was one Wednesday night where I was gonna like record a podcast, drop it. I don't have a script or anything, and I don't necessarily like having scripts because I feel like if I have a script, I'm just like, for me at least, if I'm yeah. just read, I'll just be reading off a piece of paper. It's monotone, so I like to always say what comes off the top of my head. But that Wednesday, I just couldn't think of anything, <laughs> and I kept on recording, recording, recording. I'd be like 11 minutes in, and I'd stop, and I'd be like, "That's not good enough." Yeah. So it's so challenging. Like, I guess when you are doing it by yourself, at the same time, that also helped to bring out the best in me. Mm-hmm. Like, become a better speaker. Like. I always tie stuff like going back then just like when I was younger like I was never even then like I'm only 21 about to be 22 but like I was never good at public speaking or you know speaking to someone like having eye contact like I have with you now I'll never be able to do that like I'd obviously like look at other stuff but like now having a podcast it that one thing solo like doing an episode by myself I'm glad that I went through those rough patches like you said Mm -hmm. and I made those mistakes like going 11 minutes in and then stopping it (laughs) because it just helped me just become a better person become more confident it, I think it's incredible to continue that throughout your entire life. Exactly. I think a lot of people stop challenging themselves at a certain point because you get comfortable. Oh, yeah. And one thing doing something like this does is that every week you have to step out of your comfort zone. Every week. And you're going to, and you love it, but sometimes it is challenging. You do yep. have those challenges. And so it's such a great reminder of like to step out and do your research and learn exactly, about things and exactly. read a book. And I've just learned that um, it doesn't have to be anything grand and amazing. That usually whatever catches my eye that day. Like I, I do journal prompts. I I have like weird things where I like to a, a certain word will catch my eye. Okay. Right, like yeah. surrender. Right. So yep. you hear the word surrender, and I'm like, ooh. That's hit me. Yeah, it's hit and me. it's yeah. like I've learned that that I'll like write it down. Yep, and it's it down. like that's something I'm gonna dig into this week or I love that. You know, I love it. Yeah. things like that. So you learn how to kind of catch your things around you that that kind of trigger you a little bit and you're like, that's interesting. And when it interests you, it makes you excited. And you want to talk about it. And yeah. speaking of that, that really brings me to my next question. Like I said, the two episodes I've listened to where it was just you, the first one was titled the cold hard truth and mm-hmm. there was something that you said that just clicked and stayed in my mind and you said the only thing that can rewire your body is time and consistency mm-hmm. you also added that takes a lot of self-control so two questions what do you mean about rewiring of the body and mind and how important is it to just have that self-control yeah that's a great question so when you're rewiring the brain and your body it we're all a product of our environment and our yes, growth. Yes, exactly. 100%, and, um, 100%. I always say, like, we're all, like, 
kind of, and our parents, I always say our parents and the people around us, they, we do the best we can with exactly. what we know how. Exactly. So it's hard to talk about some of that without feeling like you're um, making them feel bad. Right? I know exactly what you mean. But yep. at the same yep. point, things that you've gone through and, and things that have happened to you or that you felt are, are very valid. And oh, yeah. you can go through very traumatic events in, in all different ways, shapes and forms. But as you go through these events, it will hardwire you. Yep. So you can become hardwired. So just how you were talking about public speaking, yep. how you said, I was never good at public yeah. speaking. I guarantee you were, but at some point in your life, you did it one time and exactly. you heard a negative comment somewhere. Oh, yeah. So yep. somebody was yeah. like, oh, get, you know, you were in a class project and they were like, you know, get or him out like, here. You're not doing at it. You. Yeah, you know, yeah. or you hear the comment yeah. or... Or it could have been about, you know, you dancing and somebody was like, yeah, boy, you should not be dancing, (laughs) you know, but that right there, because they are not emotionally uh, evolved and they, they don't, they don't even realize that that is now put you in a place where you're like, I'm going to protect myself and I'm not going to do those things. Yeah. But when you're a kid and you're growing up, you have these dreams and you have these talents that are born in you yeah exactly so it is just there and i remember you know i love to sing and i love to dance and i loved talking to people and i was always told growing up like you talk too much you have too much energy you need to like tame it down yeah well why because it makes you uncomfortable exactly well i've learned that now but yeah. when you were a kid those amazing parts that were born in you you're taught to shove down and shove yeah. away to make everybody else happy. Exactly. Yep. So you become hardwired throughout your life with all of these different events and these different things that happen to you. And so as you get older, you will yeah, self-sabotage. I'm, like yeah, we talked that, yeah. in that one and you, you start doing things, yep. but you're not happy because you don't know who you truly are inside yeah. because you've shoved these parts of you down and you've been told like that's not who you are you're this person you start to view yourself through other people's eyes instead of through your own and that is tricky and so as you get older and you start to do your healing and you start digging in these these things will come to the surface (laughs) it will never fail but they will come to the surface and you will have to start analyzing why is this triggering me why am i scared of this what is this is this actually how i feel or do i do i really have road rage or is this because this is what i've heard from my dad uncle grandpa whatever driving Mm. all the time is that actually how i feel about them okay or am i just repeating what i've heard and a lot of times we're just repeating what we've heard and um that was a so when you go in and you're like that's just a tiny little thing right um you're like god guy's driving like an idiot blah 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 blah. well when you that one little thing say you decide i'm not going to talk like that i'm not going to have road rage i'm going to think you think because i've cut people off yeah i've done that yeah we all have oh yeah say you have it yeah you've done those things and so but you're gonna have an excuse for yourself, right? You were having yep. a bad day. Yep. You weren't paying attention. You um, were rushing somewhere, whatever the situation is, but you can have grace for yourself, but you can't have grace for this other person driving. I love that. And so the only thing that happens well when said. you do that is you're bringing your vibration down. You're putting exactly. yourself in a negative mindset and now you're judging somebody for really no reason and it creates this anger, but all you're really doing is you're repeating things and actions and words that you've seen. 
right? Wow, that's deep right there. Yeah. That's crazy. So when you, wow. when you start to recognize these little things, that is when you start to hardwire your brain. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, and you hardwire, your, you know, rechange that those things in, in our brain is so incredible because it can really protect us. Yep. But can it also overprotect us to the point where it can, it can be a hinder. Yeah, I know exactly. Especially when you've been yeah. through trauma. So, yep. if you've been through something traumatic. So, like if any of our listeners or you, I've been through some very, uh, very traumatic events and um ptsd is led right all these things where your body has it it is always programmed to help you survive and protect yourself and so it as although that is great and i know i wouldn't be here if i my body did not do that you have to learn how to start changing those things and it's not going to be done overnight you can't do everything at once but it was like taking those little things like I just gave that um, that little uh, story of how are you going to respond to people? Yeah. How are you going to uh, respond to yourself? And like exactly. The way that we talk to our best friend when they're having a hard time, are you talking to yourself that way? Your self-talk, exactly. what you're listening to, what you're reading, who you're around, all exactly. those things will help change Every single little day, it might be the smallest little thing, but it adds up. That's so well spoken. That's so well spoken. Like you said, the rewiring of your body and like, it can happen like when you go through like pain, trauma, heartbreak or anything. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, obviously, I've said it before on this podcast, I don't really get too deep into it. I'll say 2022, probably like the worst year of my life, right? Mm -hmm. Going through so much like death in the family, all of this nonsense. And it took me a minute it took me the longest minute because that was the first time I was going through all that. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're going through it the first time, you're like, man, how do you handle it? Mm-hmm. And then I started to act a certain way, which I normally don't act. I started to say certain things that I normally would never say, mm-hmm. do stuff I normally would never do. And like you said, I had to rewire my body and I had to focus on, you know, who I truly am as a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. And it took me a while. But once I started to figure out, you know, rewiring who I am and all the stuff that was going on, I'm kind of glad that I went through with it. And I don't know, I don't want that to sound like kind of weird. Like, I'm kind of glad, you know, I acted the way I did. I'm kind of glad that yeah, I did the same stuff Yeah, it's all about I the did. journey. Exactly. And it is, well, I've been there. Where, but sometimes you, you have to disconnect. Yeah. When you disconnect, it gives yourself time to kind of just be. Yeah. Because sometimes when you've gone through stuff, and you're, or I would say when you're in the midst of it, Anything extra can be like send you over the edge. Uh, yep. So you have yep. to give yourself grace. And sometimes I've been there. Like, yeah. um, I, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll dig into my story a little bit. But um, you sometimes you're just in survival mode. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I tell people all the time, like, I, I knew the people I could be around. I knew the people that I could go party with. I knew the people that I could go and just go not be anything specific just kind of go be free and let loose and um but i also knew i would get sick of it yeah and i didn't do it for a long time but it was like i also knew there would come a point where i was sick and tired of being sick and tired exactly and i think as long as you're self-aware of like 
you know, when things start to become a habit Mm -hmm. or when all of a sudden you're like, I need this every day and and the mood you're in, it's like, okay, this is no longer for fun. This is a coping mechanism, you know, those things. But um, you kind of have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Exactly. Just sometimes you just need that kick in the ass. Like, okay, this isn't for me anymore. What I'm doing, this isn't me. I don't like it. Let's go back to the old ways. Let's go back to doing me. Mm -hmm. Now, you said sharing your story would you like to share it are you oh yeah sharing it? so when uh, the reason we started our podcast so my um my i my daughter who was three her yep. father um passed away when she was three months he took his own life and um that was quite traumatic i was the one that found him he had relapsed and it was um there was a whole lot in between there but um it was right before COVID. So okay. that was in, in 2020. We had my daughter in 2019. Okay. And um, he passed away January 5th of 2020. Okay. Um, I had kind of a crazy childhood. My, do- my, my dad uh, passed away when I was 16 of a drug overdose. <laughs> my um, We moved around multiple times when I was a kid. Like, just lots of things. I had my son when I was 19. Uh, so was a single mom, started yeah. a business, you yeah. know, just I've been through a lot of life. Yep. But um, after my Matt was his name, after he yep. passed away, I was not good. Um, I was just not good. It was horrible <laughs> that all the emotions and the feelings and being a, a mom of a newborn baby by myself and my son, and then COVID hitting. Yeah. Just trying to figure out life um, and starting all over. I basically lost everything. I got had to move out of my house, um, moved in with my parents. It was just like a, a wild ride, right? Yeah. Um, with with emotions, with it all, and I sometimes it's just too much to deal with but i told myself i'm going to take this next year i knew i really couldn't work which actually it all worked out with COVID. yeah um and i i stopped running my business because i knew i i couldn't i which i ran my was doing here but I, I couldn't handle being in contact with people like that exactly um, my whole patience level with people around me like everything really changed in a very dramatic way um, you find out who your real friends are. Yeah, you find 100%. out who's there for you, and you grieve a lot of other losses out of the loss. Um, and that was really tough. But my best friend, she was my saving grace, and I had found that I was sharing my journey online because um, I think when you go through something like that, you just really learn like I don't really my give a fuck is broken at this point. Yeah. Um, I heard you say that on a podcast too. Yeah. yeah. It's just broken. And so what are we doing? You know, right? All of a sudden your mind just exactly. blasts open into this like, what is the purpose? What's my purpose? What are we doing here? What are we're all bullshitting each other? You know, yeah. just that yeah. reality of like you can be gone tomorrow. You're gonna bring all that money with you. You're gonna, you know, you're exactly. taking all this time away from your family and things for what for a bank account or for what you know just that that was just my head went to very extremes but um I one thing out of the tragedy that I learned was I really 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 enjoy the way I live now I rarely say no to traveling I rarely say no to opportunities I'm always you learn that money comes and goes it does not matter um 
your success and everything is all going to come off of how you feel on the inside. You can work and work and work and work, but until you're healthy and whole, you're not going to attract a lot of that. And, um, yeah, I, I love the way I live now. We we've traveled so much. I've traveled with my kids. I've done I've done so much in the last three years. It's incredible. But I was sharing my story on uh, my social media, and just some days I, I really found I was teaching people how to deal with people in grief. Okay. And just because I was real, and how when you are dealing with other people in grief and we all have grief for different reasons you can yeah. be grieving a divorce you can exactly. be grieving the loss of a job you could exactly. be grieving the loss of a friend and that grief isn't there's no measure of it that mm-hmm. makes one worse or better i love how you, based I love how you off say the that. situation yep. Yep. all your feelings are valid your trauma is valid just the same as mine my story might be a lot more wild but that still doesn't make your trauma and your the same effect to you. I like how you said that. Yeah. Um, and so I really found, I, I created a following doing that. So, and she was like, we need to, we need to get you going on this. And we'd always talked about it, but it was just became the time. So we said, wow, let's, let's start this podcast. And, um, it was a really cool way to share my story. And, We've, I think the biggest thing we've enjoyed about all this is like documenting our lives. Exactly. So we get to go back and see where we were a year, two years ago. All about the progress, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and really look, and people get to follow along. And um, it's pretty incredible to see where I'm at now, like the very night and day from when we started to where I am now. But yep. um, I, was, I wasn't always doing the best. And so it was good for me because it gave me... It gave me purpose yep. again, yep. and it opened me up, and it it did show me places that I needed to work on. Just when I thought like, oh yeah, I've got you know, I've, I've done a lot of healing, I'm good. All of a sudden, Some something nice. else yeah, will something come happens, up, you exactly. know. And so it's it's really held me accountable for myself, and it, exactly. it's held me to a place of like what it, staying true to my core values. Staying true to yourself. I would say, yeah. And I love how you said that people going through different traumas, like if I were to go through a bigger trauma, bigger trauma, pain or heartbreak, it's like I went through so much. So what other people go through, it's like, well, yeah, but you didn't go through what I went through. You didn't have to do without that. With, I didn't do that to anybody. But, you know, I've had that happen to me where it's like, man, look what you went through. Like, that's nothing. Like, I don't know. Or you're making a big deal out of it. Like, or it doesn't matter or man up or anything. It's like, yeah, that might work for you. But like. You know, my feelings are my feelings. Mm-hmm. My feelings are valid. I mean, That's I right. get that that may not affect you, but I'm a completely different person than you. Mm-hmm. You're not me and I'm not you. So I just like how you said that. And once I realized that, and like I talked about on this podcast, like I don't want to go off top real quick, but obviously my favorite rapper, my favorite artist is Drake, mm-hmm. right? And Drake had a lyric in a song. It was like, opinions from total strangers would take me out of my ways. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I was relating to that. It's like opinions from other people, not even total strangers, whether that was my friends or family and whatever they give me opinions, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have to act like that or it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like that would just take me out of my way, mm-hmm. take me out of place. And I feel like I was, I feel like I was trying to act a way that people wanted me to act or they mm-hmm. felt like I should act. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't truly how I wanted to act. And then once I got a grip on it, 
And then, like, how we talked about rewiring was I figured, like, no, I got to go through it on my own. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's great to have advice from other people. It's great to have the help. But at the same time, like, I got to go through it by myself. Yeah, but, the, I mean, you also need to be asking for it, too. Exactly. You know? And so, I mean, we can even take that one step further and be, like, when people are giving you that advice and stuff, when it does trigger you or affect you, yeah. you have to sit and look at, like, why is this affecting me? Exactly. Why is this triggering me? And a lot of times, really... I've just learned so much when other people are giving their opinions or they have all this stuff to say. We're, we are such selfish human beings. Okay? Yep. Yeah. Like, very rarely do you actually really, and I don't mean this like, you know, your parents and people care, but yeah, yeah. It, everything comes out of their life, their circumstances, the things that they've been through, not yours. And so when they're giving these, you know, criticisms or yep. saying things or trying to give you that, it's always out of their insecurities things that exactly. they've been and told, I felt like things that, that too. they yeah. don't yeah. believe and it's like no because what you're good at i'm not good at exactly. what i'm good at you know is different from what i enjoy is different from what you enjoy exactly but we can still support each other and i had found when i was getting those types of things and it was really starting to affect me right yep. i was like okay i am not gonna let somebody else steal my joy like it was it started looking as my energy is currency okay so you have so much money a day yeah and you have this amount of money and you get you get in your car and you have road rage you gave you gave a little bit of your money away to road rage right um all of a sudden somebody gives you know you get to work and somebody's on you and it you and exactly. so all of a sudden yeah. it's putting you in a mood. You yeah. just gave them some of your money. Yep. Um, now you're gonna you're gonna do some self care. So you're gonna buy yourself a coffee. So yep. okay, like you you got you you kept a little bit because you did a little bit exactly. of self care, but you've already given away like fifty dollars. Exactly. You know, so that one cup of coffee is not gonna balance that. No, okay. No. So then you're going through the work day and you're on a phone call and everything's going wrong and it just you were having a good day after that coffee now all of a sudden it switched your mood and now you're giving that money away to them you're giving them the reaction you're giving them you're letting them steal that from you exactly now after you're done working you're like i'm gonna go work out so you go work out and you gain a little bit of that back so right so like if you that's how you look at your days you have this money but then you go out and you hang out with friends after your workout and two of your friends are just kind of energy drainers right yep. they want to they're going to dump all their stuff on you they're going to yep. they're going to sit and they're going to dump all their trauma on you and they're going to do this and that and and now you're just giving them all of your money and usually in relationships when you give them some of your money aka energy yep. they usually give you some back exactly but we all know the relationships that you're giving them dollars 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 yep. and they're giving you maybe 50 cents maybe a quarter back exactly and so you're not you're not seeing any return do we always do it is transactional yeah. no but if you're always leaving broke when you leave that person mm. like you would never go out and do that you know that, I like, I that's like that not yeah. that's not working for you and so that was like such an aha moment for me of who am I giving my money to because exactly. money for some reason is so much more valuable than our energy but our energy is 
way exactly. more valuable, exactly. if not more, because your energy is what's going to attract all those things. Your exactly. energy and the energy levels you're at is what's going to attract that money, what's going to attract the good things, what's going to attract the good people. Yep. And so if your energy is always running low and you're always playing makeup and you're having to seclude yourself and isolate in order to build that back up just so that you can go yeah, you know make yeah. it rain to everybody yeah. else yeah. like it's not fine no. and you're in a cycle that's what we call this cycle and so once i kind of like process that it really taught me how to like rein in where am I putting my energy into exactly. and who am I? And, and not that you have to be like, I'm no longer ever hanging out with yep, you, yep. you know, but you, you learn that I can hang out with them, but I can only hang out with them once a month or, exactly. or to a certain I have extent, to put yeah. my boundaries yep. up in these areas because it's not good for me. And, and that can be all sorts of different situations. And so, and even in those small moments, right with the, the road rage or getting to work and taking that, like, choosing like okay i know that they're having a bad day and it's projecting yeah. onto me and that's okay but i'm not going to take that on i know i haven't done anything exactly. wrong and i'm going to fix it and we're good exactly. so you kept your money in that situation you kept your mind straight you kept your 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 um, vibration high and that's exactly. good but just like money you know we only have so much energy like it, like a lot of people think oh we have this un canning yeah, amount of yeah. energy and it's like oh i wish i had the energy you have like have you ever heard that yeah from somebody? Oh, and it's yeah. like no you have the same amount you just use it differently yeah or you don't so we all much. have yeah. a certain amount we don't have like this uncreate this crazy amount of like some yep. people are you're born with more energy <laughs> you're born with less you know yeah. that's just not how it works no yeah. it's all how you live your day-to-day -day life exactly i love you said that and how you talked about i love how you use the comparison like money currency and I had this podcast that I actually titled like Protect Your Like Me. It was an acronym Money, Energy, Attention, and Time. Oh, I like that. And like me, I'm big now of protecting my peace. Mm -hmm. Like like my, I'm protecting like my money, like how so I'll spend my money, how I use my money, but energy is the most important one. Yeah. Like attention, like what you focus your attention on, what you spend your time on, that I'm more disciplined with now. Like my time, like my schedule, my daily routine, I'm focused on that now. But like my energy it's like if I receive bad energy, if I receive bad vibes from anyone, I don't let that affect me anymore. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in the past, yeah, the past is the past, though, and you learn from that. And mm -hmm. it's good that you go through that. Mm -hmm. It's good that you go through past stuff like, oh, if people were to come at me and they were to take their anger out of me, I'll just like let that ruin my mood, let that affect my day. But now it's like I'm just protecting my peace, I'm protecting my energy. And sometimes I don't want to say this in like a harsh way, but sometimes you just got to be selfish. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just got to be like, hey, look, yeah. I don't want to mess with that person anymore, or I don't want to mess with that. That situation's in the past. doesn't do good in my mental. doesn't do good in my energy. And reality is nobody's going to look out for you otherwise. Exactly. You know, and I think sometimes when you have such a pure heart, you know, like you and like you care about people and you have that empathic spirit, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times we think, oh, somebody's going to care about me the way that I care about them. Or, yeah. you know, with the morals and how, yeah. I, how I do that. But reality is, is that's not always no, the it, case. There's always yeah. trailblazers, you yeah. know. And I think that, and it's so funny because I totally get it. Like I would, I've bartended forever. I've been in the yep. scene of all sorts of stuff and people would get mad and I would take it personally or whatever. And, and then it's like, as you, as you grow into yourself and as you heal those parts yep. and yep. you don't take things so personally because you've already healed that it's not triggering a trauma or it's not triggering exactly. like a thing. I will, like, I've literally thrown people off and I'm like, 
I go, I know you're coming at me, but it sounds like you're really having some issues with yourself, yeah, you know, yep. like, I'm sorry you're having issues at home or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And they look at me like, how do you know? And it's like, it's pretty obvious exactly. because you have nowhere to place your anger and your frustration and you're not going to place it on yourself. So you're just going to spew dump. it yeah. everywhere else. And it's like, I've always just learned, like, I'm really sorry. You must be going through a hard yep. time. You know, and they'd be like, yeah, I'm not. And I'd be like, okay, you know, like, like, yeah, but it's, you've just, and it's almost humorous. Like if somebody is like, oh, you think, whatever, somebody want to say like, you think you're, I can't even think of a bad thing to say about yeah, somebody. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I know. I I, that's just not where my head no, goes. No, it's literally. But, um, you know, somebody says something negative and it, it almost makes me laugh now. Not yeah. that it happens really yeah. ever, but it makes me laugh because it's like, oh, that gave me direct insight into what you're yeah. struggling with yep. and where your insecurity is. Like, I'm tr- I've triggered your, you know, in, your something in you. Exactly. And it's like, once you can flip that, Oh, it's life-changing. Oh, 100%. And yeah, life-changing. I guess, like, I don't know. Like, once I started to notice that, it felt weird at first. I'm like, oh, like, this doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, before, it would bother me. But it felt weird. But at the same time, it felt good. It's natural. Yeah. And, and we care. I mean, unfortunately, we do care about what people think. And we exactly. care about yeah. how we come across. But at the same point, you can sit there and be like, well, I don't, you know, we don't care, too. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah. that balance of yep. that. But I just came up with a quote I say it all the time. I'd be like, if you don't like it, don't look. If you don't <laughs> like it, that. don't listen. That. If you don't yeah. like it, you don't have to. Exactly. You know, that's totally your choice and you have the complete freedom in that. Mm-hmm. You are so good on that. Just go do your thing then. It's I love that. For everybody. I'm not for everybody. I know that yeah. for sure. I love that. Yeah. Now I know I talked about I listened to two episodes that it was just you. Yes. And the first one was titled The Cold Hard Truth. That was yes. a great episode, by the way. Ooh, that was an intense one. Yeah. The <laughs> second episode I listened to of just you was titled Anxiety, Self-Sabotage, and Forgiveness. Mm, yes. And I would encourage everyone to listen to that because I like that one the best out of the two. And you talked about forgiveness. Now, I want to talk about how important is it to forgive yourself based off of past mistakes and decisions and et cetera, because often we can seek forgiveness from others and wash it away clean like nothing happened. Like, oh, I messed up, but this person forgave me, so it's cool and everything. But like, what did you really learn from that? So how important is it forgiving yourself rather than having other people forgive you? Oh, it's the most important out of all of it. Um, One thing I've learned on my healing journey is how to forgive myself, legit, literally how to forgive myself because um, I made the choices that got me into a relationship with somebody knowing the the things that they, the struggles they had, right? Yep. I made the choice to, you know, have a baby with somebody that wasn't all the way stable. I made the choice to um, just all of these things, right? And um, I don't want to play a victim in my life ever. Yeah. Um, although, was it okay what happened? Absolutely not. But when I started doing uh, therapy and different um, things (laughs) to work on the the trauma and the things that I've been through, um, it all came back to myself. And it was interesting because I would go in thinking, okay, we're going to... We're going to be talking about somebody else or some situation or what happened to me. And um, it always ended up turning back to I have some very high standards for myself. I have I I wouldn't I don't have these standards for anybody else. 
you know, nobody yeah. else. And I, I'm so hard on myself. I take responsibility for things that are not mine to take responsibility exactly. for. Yeah. I take, um, I, I care a lot about people and it's one of the attributes that I love about myself. But at the same point, um, people can use that against you. Against yeah. you. Yeah. So, right, it's, it's, it's so imperative, but it's a lot easier said than done. It's a lot easier to say, like, yeah, just forgive yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and as I explained in there, it's those were journal promptings. So reading some of that and understanding that was, like, gave me an outline to really sit and look at what are the areas that I'm self-sabotaging? Because you can say that, and when I say that out loud, my mind yeah. goes blank. Yep. Like, I know, like yeah, going, I, know yeah. I have no idea, you know? <laughs> and it's not until it I'm self-sabotaging, I'm like, oh, I'm totally self-sabotaging exactly. right now. You know, but really, it all comes from, you know, trauma that we, we've endured. And, um, but the best thing that Ariane Smoothie says, he goes, you're not doing anything wrong. You are just learning to survive. You've learned to survive and yep. protect yourself. And I think once you take that shame and that guilt away, yep. that is life-changing. Because that shame and that guilt can just keep you in a place of... Um, immobility. Yeah, you know? not wanting to do anything. And, and yep. it's like when that is there and it, that's always hanging there, even in the self-sabotage, right, or like any of it, it's like when you always have that shame and guilt over what you're doing, it's like you're reprimanding yourself, like you're disciplining yourself mm -hmm. for no reason when really these are just coping mechanisms you've learned in order to survive. I love that. You know, and so give yourself grace. Understand that you've just learned how to survive and get exactly. by. Just like if you were living on the streets and you have to steal and you have to do these things, you're learning these things in order to get by and to survive. We do the same things emotionally. I love that. Yeah. I love to that. Protect yourself. And one thing I would say is no matter what, like people are always going to make mistakes. Oh, yeah. It's just. I've said it before because I've had two podcast episodes. The first one I titled Mistakes and Forgiveness. And the second one was Comfortability Within Ourselves and Forgiving Ourselves. Mm -hmm. And like you said, going through trauma or going through pain, you start to like self-sabotage. Like, oh, I did this wrong. Or I would think like, oh, I did this wrong. I could have done this or I could have done that. And it's like I would just never forgive myself. I was so mm -hmm. hard on myself. I was constantly telling myself, Andy, excuse my language. I was like, Andy, you fucked up. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. You should have done this differently. You should have done that differently. You fucked up. But then at the same time, it's like, look, like mistakes are a part of our life. Like if everyone wanted to live the perfect life and everything, like mistakes would not be in there. But that's just not the case. And I love going through mistakes now because I even said it like now, like I don't take like you want to say like a loss, like a L. Like I don't take it as I took an L. I took a lesson. Mm -hmm. Like, OK, I learned from that lesson. So this one do better myself. Mm -hmm. And ultimately learning to forgive yourself like you said it's easier said than done it's not gonna happen overnight no. i learned that the hard way no and it's always gonna continue happening exactly it's it's gonna continue happening like and you said. it's it is it's it's mistakes are are great they yep. are amazing and they do help you learn as long as you take the time exactly to take and, the time and, to learn and learn the lesson from it um but are there things that we can do to change so that we're not it's not a it doesn't become a consistent behavior yep. you know that's that's another thing right um but i'm a firm believer in the way that you treat other people is um 
you know, it's, it's, it's huge. And so, but just the, the grace and the understanding you would give your mom or dad, you know, if they messed up, you have to show that same grace and understanding Mm -hmm. to yourself. And it's a lot harder to do for yourself, especially when you really want to be a good human being, Exactly. when you really want to do good. And, but a lot, you know, it's such a wide topic because you can, for me, when I was drinking too much or dabbling in extracurricular activities, um, what that did for me was it brought my decision-making skills, you know, yeah. made yeah. it lackadaisical, right? Yeah. I would kind of throw caution to the wind a lot easier. And I found myself like that's when I would make, not mistakes, I would make choices, okay, you yep. know, that weren't in my best interest. Yeah. And so you find yourself kind of self-loathing after those choices. Yeah. Like, what did I, why did I do that? Like, I didn't want to do that, exactly. you know, but it's so exactly. much easier when you're in that place. But when you allow yourself to get in to those, uh, I would say that like ultimate, like relaxation, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot easier to act on your impulses it's a lot easier to act out of whatever emotion you're exactly. feeling you could totally be feeling happy but if you're feeling sad or frustrated or you know you just broke up with a partner or whatever like that's going to lead to wanting to fill that void mm-hmm. that you're filling and that, yep. that that void like if you broke up with somebody that void that you're feeling is loneliness, exactly. heartbreak, right? And so what are you going to do? You're probably going to go out and you're going to find somebody that's making you feel comfortable and giving yeah, you that moment, feeling yep. instead of giving it to yourself first. Exactly. So now we're searching for these from other people. And now this person has filled that void, but now this opens up a whole other door for you know, more craziness, right? Because now you find out that this person is like crazy or, you know, or you have to like break up with them or you're, you're ghosting them or it becomes a bad toxic relationship Mm -hmm. where you guys don't get along at all, but maybe you're just having, you know, FDs, you know, whatever it is. There's a whole process to that. And so really until you can learn how to fill those things that you lack and what you you look for in other people. And loneliness is hard. Oh, it's so hard. Being alone and and being in those places, it is so incredibly tough. You know, but we have incredible friends. We have family who all deserve the relationship with you. And it might not be that romantic or, you know, but that will come because we attract what we are. I love that. And like how you said loneliness, I remember I said this. It was like, love yourself because that's who you'd be spending the rest of your life with. Yeah, that's a so good one. I love I'm that. To, yes. Learning to love myself, learning to love who I am as an individual instead of going out there trying to seek validation from other people. And there's another quote that I read. And I always love, like I say, oh, I saw this quote. And I can always tie it in the podcast. And there's one quote that I read and it was like, be mindful of what you deserve. So validation isn't needed from like anyone else but yourself. Well, and people are only going to love you to the capacity that you love yourself. Exactly. And two, I love both of those quotes so much. The other thing I learned is that we can stay comfortable, right? Yep. But if you don't open yourself, like if you keep yourself protected so that you might not get hurt again, right? Yep. Which is great. Yep. But at the same point, if you keep yourself here, you're never going to feel ultimate happiness and yep. ultimate joy and 
the most abundant love if you don't open yourself to feeling that you could be heartbroken and that you could feel the loss. And I don't know about you, but I'm not willing. I don't, this mediocre place is just, it's not fine. It's it's okay, but, and you're not going to get hurt. You're not going to feel that sadness and, and yeah, you're protected, but I would much rather feel ultimate joy and ultimate happiness and being open to that coming in and risking maybe feeling a little sad or having something happen and, and that heartbreak. And I've been there, been at the bottom. But when you're down there, it's like you got one way and that's you up. Go. You, <laughs> you go know? Go. Can't stay stuck down yeah. there. Yeah, and what an, what an incredible thing to be able to reinvent yourself into exactly. who you are now. And that's like, it's it's really out of such tragedy can really come amazing things. But when you're in that place, it is really hard you, to see. You got to lock in, like how you said, reinventing yeah. yourself when you come out of that place. And I feel like when you go through the storm, you're not going to be the same person that you were going into it coming out. No. Like, no, you're not going to be the same no. person you were yesterday. And no. That's one thing, too, I always share with people is, like, when you go through, you know, that loss of a job or you go through the breakup or, you, you know, you lose somebody close to you, um, you're, you're no longer the same person. Yep. I, I hear a lot of times when I talk to people or if I'm coaching people, a lot of times people will be like, um, I just want to be like I know I can be that person again and they they go back to a place in their life where they were you know they view as probably their ultimate happiness the glory days or whatever it was and it's like I get that that is how you want to feel but the reality is is you're never you're not the same person and you don't want to go back to that person because with that person came way different surroundings different um I mean all sorts of different things but it's like you and this was such a huge thing for myself because I remember just being like, I want to feel normal again. Exactly. Like, I just want to feel normal again. But once I comprehended the fact of this is my new normal, Yeah. this is my new normal. This is who I am now. And I get to choose it. Like the world does not get to choose it for me. Yeah. And who am I now? What kind of music do I like yeah. to listen to? Have I listened to music because it was like what my boyfriend or girlfriend or is it because that's what my parents listen to like or is this actually what I really like to listen exactly. to am I going to this event do I actually really enjoy going to football or did I do it because of whatever mm-hmm. do I actually enjoy this job I don't know you know and yes. when you start realizing that stuff like pew, mind blown I, I, because you really start to realize the things that you were people pleasing in and doing for others and the things that you actually really truly bring you joy. Exactly. And if it really truly brings you joy, then you're going to feel better after. Exactly. You know? And when you're constantly doing things for other people, it's just it's, it's draining. It's too much, like physically, mentally, and emotionally. And sometimes, you know, like we said, you just got to be selfish. Yes. To yeah. get what you want to get where you want to be physically, where you want to be mentally, where you want to be emotionally. And I was a people pleaser before, you know, I always, I always would think like, what are other people thinking about me? Or am I doing what other people want me to do? Like I said before. And mm-hmm. once I just realized, like, I just got to do me, like you said, the right people stayed mm-hmm. and the wrong people, they left. Yeah. And that could suck. Yeah. You're going to lose people along the way. Yeah. People are going to come and go. Maybe someone's there temporarily and, you know, 
to teach you a lesson, mm-hmm. to teach you, you know, how to become better. And maybe you'll come to someone's like temporary to teach them a better lesson. And then some people, they stay there forever. And yeah. And that's life. Life is such a journey. Yep. It's not a destination. You're never going to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm yeah. all grown up, you yeah. know, it's, it's just always going to be a journey. And, yep. um, I love what you said. It's like, some people come in just to teach you a lesson and sometimes you're in other people's life to show them things about themselves. I found in a lot of relationships because of um, the life that I've gone through and the growth that I've had to do at such a young age that um, I do tend to trigger people, you know, And, and not trigger people, but I can get them really thinking about different areas of their life of like what they need to change or get in and and uh for a while i didn't understand that because i think when you're just living authentically and who you are you don't realize how your day-to-day choices and your day-to-day life and you know you chasing your dreams and having that excitement and can really send other people into a place of like wait a second like why don't i feel that like why don't i have that or why can't i get to that place and it can really cause people to start really digging into themselves which is amazing right but i think it's also kind of like like i don't i don't want to do that people you know but It, it's we're all energy we all um feed off each other yep. and you know like we mentioned before you are who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you need to just like go and like be like you're all you know yeah, you're out. but yeah. we can love and we can bless people and we can also have boundaries mm-hmm. you know and i think i talked about that in my forgiveness one of like you can forgive and yeah, I love what you said. You know, yeah. and still maintain a boundary with the person exactly. of like, I forgive you and um, I really appreciate you coming, but um, I don't have to allow you back yeah, into exactly. my life. And here's my boundary. I you love, know, I love how you said that. That literally, like I said, the question about forgiving yourself. But when I heard that, that's like where I was like, I was just like, damn, like hundred no, I was like, wow, that's like same. It was like. Yeah. I, I was, it's just like it never heard it that way well, no. and so when it was put in that way I was like gosh this it was almost like a relief exactly. right because it's like you hold this pressure on yourself like gosh, should I should just be like forgetting about this mm-hmm. and it's like no because what they did was really shitty yeah you know and I don't see them changing at all and they could which is yeah. great yeah but that takes you know consistency which creates a pattern so you've already seen a pattern of behavior you've already seen these things happen over and over and it's like i'm not really willing to put myself out there again to be stomped on exactly to see if you've actually changed or not because uh, it's just not worth it to me yeah and so that is a that was a tough one because i grew up with more of a religious background and it was very much like you need to like forgive and forget type thing and i just always struggled with that because I'm sorry, like, I don't think we should forget that somebody did something like that to you. You know, I think that's, I can forgive you and I know that what you did was out of your own hurt and your own pain and your own insecurities, but I'm not really willing to let you come back in and say, here, like, stomp on my heart again or whatever it is, the situation is like, "Mm, no, I don't think you have to. No. But you don't have to carry the shame and guilt for not forgetting about it either you i love know? it i love that that's so like shame guilt it's like oh shame and guilt will kill like, you. man should i do this or should i do that it kills you but would you have any advice on like 
ignoring the shame and guilt at all whatsoever? You know, ignoring it is only going to make it worse. I think the best thing with shame and guilt is just acknowledging it. Um, and, And the ways that you can sit and acknowledge that are when, obviously, when you're starting to feel it. Yep. Um saying like okay why why do i feel like shameful about this like what is this doing you know and kind of analyzing it that way but sometimes we don't have the ability to do that when we're in it like i but what you can do is pen to paper is really good and just writing out like what is where is this coming from why do i feel this yeah um and in my podcast, I really share it all goes back to a survival technique yep. of how you've learned to protect yourself. So what happened to me as a kid that, or as a young adult or whatever that made me start thinking that, A, I couldn't do this, yep. B, I needed this filled, you know, and just kind of digging into that. And it can be a little intense at times, but at the same point can be crazy relieving and like... I not really give it any power anymore because shame and guilt is meant to keep us at a certain place. It's meant to keep you down. It's meant to keep you in that, in that negative place because as long as you're there, then all the good can't come out of you. Right. And so just as much as I believe in uh, positive spiritual and all that, I I do believe there's negative forces out there. And I do believe that those types of things want you to stay in that place. They don't want you to make changes. They don't want you to help other people because if ever you know, misery loves company. I love it. So you know, it can there are things that want to keep you there. And so all of a sudden sometimes when you start looking at it, it's like, what? Like, ain't nobody (laughs) keeping me down, you know? Like I'm over that. Like you have to get angry at it. You have to get mad. Sometimes you just have to get pissed. Like, no, I'm not letting this happen anymore. And that come motivates you. Not living like this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, no. I, I've done it. It's happened. I can't change the past. I can't predict the future. The only thing I can do is be in here and now. And yeah. how am I actually making every day count? How am I going to be remembered when I die? What kind of legacy am I leaving? Do I even care that I'm leaving a legacy? Or do I just care about having as much fun as I can? What do I actually like? That's just getting down to those core values and those core those core beliefs in yourself. And really what you look at for the, you know, when yeah. you die and when you come, like, when the time arises, you're diagnosed with a disease tomorrow and you're going to die in a month. Yep. Are you happy with everything you've done? Do you feel like you're living your life to the fullest? And that doesn't mean like going and jumping out of a plane tomorrow. Yeah, but yeah. if that's something that really excites you, like go schedule skydiving. Go, go do it. it. Yeah. You know, and for me personally, when I was in my self-sabotage state of sadness and grief, it was like it hit me like my kids deserve to have their parent here and I was on the path of destruction and the path of realization that I could not be here tomorrow if I continued to take risks and 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 uh, be careless with my life and so with that it was like no I am for me it was this anger of like this stops here yeah this like pattern of you know these choices in my family and addiction and I was never an an addict but 
when you're trying to numb out, of course you're going to go out and you're going to drink and you're going to do those things. Um, but I thought that was an excuse. Like I knew I could stop. I didn't care. Yeah. But it was still affecting my life in yeah. other ways. And I was just like, this stops here. Like I got angry and I was like, I am not going to let this continue. This is not going to go to my kids. I am not going to, my kids are not going to suffer any more tragic loss in this way. Like they deserve to have a mom who's here. They deserve to have somebody show up. My parents deserve to have a daughter show up. My, mm-hmm. my nieces and nephews deserve to have their aunt, you know, show up and do that. And I was like, I want to leave a legacy when yeah. I die. I want to know that I saved somebody's life, that I um, brought joy to people's exactly. life, that I taught people how to continue their childlike exactly. feelings in themselves because those are the things I enjoy about myself. Exactly. You know, and when you start to learn those things, the rest will kind of fade. But it, for me, it, it, it was like I was almost angry. Like, no, this stops here. Like, I don't, like, if this was my kid in this place or if I was watching this, like, I don't I don't want this cycle anymore. Like, I'm done. I love it. That was well, I love it. That was well spoken. And like you said, I want, when it's all said and done, I want to be remembered as someone who, when they entered the room, the light turned on. The light didn't turn on when they left. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like with this podcast, it's like, do what you love. You love to do it. Who cares what anyone else thinks? Like, yeah. fuck it. Like, I love doing this mm-hmm. podcast. We're inspiring people. We've had, we've had great talks, and I just love it. Yeah. Well this spoken. has been so much fun. Now, anything that you have to ask me, I know I told you that yeah. before. So, um, I know, I don't know too much. So, you played sports? Yes. I played football, and I ran track in high school. And I went to Lake LaSalle, graduated in 2019. Okay. So Very cool. And so, when you started your podcast, you said you had a football one first. Yep. And how long did you have that for? I had it a week. Oh, and yeah. I, that's like, like yeah. I said, I was going through a lot, and I was just like, don't want to do this. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I stopped doing that and jumped yeah. into this. So, what has been like your... I would like what's been your favorite thing about doing this and what's been probably one of the most challenging things about starting this for you man the favorite has definitely been like when we were recording and I know I, I just had five questions for you right mm-hmm. that's all I had but then we were able to jump into different topics so like, we were able to talk about this we were able to talk about that and it's just off script mm-hmm. but it's so real like mm-hmm. when we're talking it's so real like I could, I could tell you meant what you said and like I meant what I said that's mm-hmm. what I love the most about my podcast like I said sometimes when I do a solo episode there's times like yeah I don't know what to talk about but the episodes where I do know what I'm talking about it's just like man like I feel like I'm on a roll yeah. I feel like I'm on a hot streak like I yeah. just don't take me out the game it's yeah. like that's the one thing I love the most and the thing I probably don't like the most is just like when there are times where you feel frustrated or maybe something's not working out. Like just last week, I didn't record an episode last Wednesday and I didn't even say why, but like my podcast was in hibernation mm-hmm. because like RSS, like they never like, obviously I'm subscribed like a monthly subscription, but they never charged my card mm-hmm. and it was on their back end, but like I couldn't do nothing with my podcast. Mm-hmm. I couldn't touch it. I couldn't do anything. I was so mad. I was texting my mom. I was texting my brother and it's like, just those little frustration moments I have for my podcast, something I got to learn to control. But that's the one thing that, yeah. I've learned in those moments, sometimes, like, the universe is telling you, like, take a break. Just yeah. chill out. And I'm glad I took a break. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just need to, like, I've had ones where, you know, like, this week, it's like, okay, maybe this just wasn't supposed to be out. Yep. Or maybe there's something. And just always believing in the bigger picture of it. Exactly. Because things really do come full circle a 100%. lot of times. And one of the hardest parts is like being able to sit still 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a goer. I'm yeah. a doer. I want to do all the things. I want. I'm going to give it 120% when I'm in it. But um, one thing that was really hard for me was like sitting still and being in it, being alone with yourself, yep. being in it, and um, not being so hard on yourself. But I have learned that those challenges, those are usually the things we we have to lean into when we're ready. But it can be. Um, it's funny because it's like when I, I listen to you and I think about like, oh, what were my challenges when we yeah. first started? Like, it's so different now. It yeah. just changes so yeah. much because there's always going to be something. Oh, yeah. But, I, you know, ours, I would say mine in starting it is, is the same still. It's we found our groove and our favorite is just sitting and talking about life and bantering yeah and such free you know ebb and flow and yep, in the moment it's yeah the best those are the best it's ones the best feeling, they yeah. never get old we no. love every second of it and so i think when you find that yeah you're like this feels exactly. good i love this flow it's this is the feeling. direction and that you feed off of it's an amazing feeling oh it's such a great feeling yeah is there anything else or I don't think so. I really enjoy coming on. I really, really, I really appreciate, appreciate you asking on. me. And um, I can't wait to listen to it. I and um, I, for anybody out there, I am Samantha Mello. My podcast is the Twisted Sisters podcast. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And I, we have um, lots of different events that we go to and different things. Um, what else is there? I think that's really it. I oh one can I plug one thing on here? Yeah. I started a nonprofit. I'm part of a group starting a nonprofit okay. it's called Some Hope. We are okay. launching this Friday. Hey. You can go to somehope.care. Okay. It is helping people out of treatment get into um, sober living. I love that. And so that's it's nice. incredible because we don't have much say in our government. We don't yep. have much say in things. But when these people get out of treatment, they have to wait a week in order really? to apply for food, anything from the state. And so a lot of times it's setting everybody up for failure right yeah. you've gone through this whole program you've already kind of messed up your entire yeah, life yeah. and so it's that that middle ground of like a lot of times that's when they'll have to go stay in their dealer's house or yeah. you know all these things and so uh, this is going to help people get straight into their sober living and it pays their introduction fee and then um, it's it's just a monthly donation of seven dollars like cheaper really? than a coffee yeah but it's like changing lives it's absolutely incredible I love that. That's amazing. so uh we are launching that this friday which has been a huge passion of mine and i, I really enjoyed it but i think that's really it that's great yeah. well thank guys you so much. thank you guys for tuning in thank yeah. you guys for listening it's the boy andy signing off peace